Thank you for tuning in, everyone. You are listening to the Adjust Your Way to 100K podcast, the show that gives you first look, first look into a very lucrative career in the independent insurance adjusting realm. Please share with anyone looking to get into a lucrative career. Like and subscribe on all the podcast platforms. Y'all, like this, we're we're in the, the midst of royalty. Can I say that? Like, I don't, you know, like in the old days, you, you'd have to bow to royalty. <laughs> now you just give me a hoodie who. I saw a picture of, of you, Mr. Lorenzo, with your daughter, Lauren, as a, as a little, as a little one on a roof. And I said, I need to talk to these people. Now they are here, y'all. Warm welcome, as warm as we can do. For Lauren and Mr. Lorenzo, the Property Adjusting Academy, y'all. Thank you. So nice to be here. How are y'all doing today? Doing well. Doing quite well. In the, uh, in the midst of the storms that's been going on here in Texas, we're doing okay. Oh, uh, you know what? Um, I definitely want to give uh, give a, a space for that. Um, there's been this tornado and hail season has been extremely active. And I know you both are down in Texas. Exactly like where are you located in Texas? We're in the city. Our, our actual building is in the city of Grand Prairie, Texas, which is about maybe uh, literally across the street from Arlington, Texas. We're right across the street from the Dallas Cowboys football stadium. Got so, it. Yeah, about 30, about maybe 20 minutes out of Dallas. Got it. Got it. Okay. Okay. I, I know. Uh, uh, Texas is the adjusting mecca, or so they call it, right? A lot of adjusters are stationed in Texas. Um, so we've seen gorilla hail. We've seen all kind of things this season. But you've been in this for quite some time, Mr. Lorenzo. How did you get started in this industry? Because I know you've seen a little bit of everything. Yes, I have. Um, I started, I graduated from college, uh, and I got an offer to um adjusting well to become a property adjuster and also at the same time i was offered a job as a school teacher because i have a degree in history oh wow and, and so the school district offered me twenty four thousand dollars a year and state farm offered me twenty six thousand dollars a year so i had no idea what an insurance adjuster was i just knew that they offered me two thousand dollars more and so I end up working for State Farm as a property adjuster. And so I, I started off, um, well, I was always in the field and I worked for about five years and then State Farm went through a reorganization and they started the catastrophe team. So I joined a catastrophe team and I was on there for about five more years. So uh, 10 years with State Farm. Uh, I have been in the industry for 30 years. Lauren's 31, hate to tell her age, but she's 31. <laughs> And I've been in, in, in the field for 30 years. When she's a year old, I was going through State Farm. And in about 2005, uh, Katrina happened and I became an independent for the first time working uh, Katrina claims in New Orleans. Wow. Wow. That's a lot of history, a lot of history. When, when, you, when you said, what year was that that you got that offer, that initial offer? You said 30 years ago, so we're talking. 93? 90, 93, yeah, because Lauren was born, what, 92? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so 93. Wow, wow, wow. So when I saw the picture of you both on the roof and you had her on the roof, like, 
what gave you that foresight to bring this generational skill to her as well? Oh, good question. Um, real simple answer for that. Uh, college wasn't for her. <laughs> and so out of, out of Prairie View, she had a choice. Either I was going to kill her or she was going to become a claim adjuster. So Lauren chose life. <laughs> real, real simple. <laughs> If you're interested in this lucrative career, go to adjusterpro.com. Get ready and signed up for your pre-licensing course, continuing education, Xactimate training, all through adjusterpro.com. And use my code SD2023 to save 10%. I, I, knew, I knew it would be a skill that she could uh, use for her entire life as long as she wanted to. And, and I have learned that uh, no matter how hard you try to keep some kids into school and college, and sometimes it's just not their path. And, and I knew that Lauren was a lot like me. She was about her money. Uh, traveling was going to be good for her. And she also had a skill that she could always use. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. The, the using that skill that, um, as we could see, season after season is needed. Mm -hmm. So this has been a long career for you of, you know, adjusting claims and you talked about working in Katrina. How long um, How long were you working in Katrina? I was in Katrina for 10 months. Uh, and and my, my story about Katrina, I was there 10 months. It was my first introduction as an independent. Uh, I, I had no idea that independents made so much money. Uh, we were doing on average easily about between forty dollars and $50,000 a month. It was insane. I, I had never seen any of that, that, that kind of money before. And so after 10 years down in Katrina, uh, learned a lot. I was already a, a seasoned adjuster, but Katrina was a, a totally different beast. It was something yeah. that was totally new for a lot of us. And I stayed for 10 months. And when I was done, I had made well over $400,000. Oh, and, and, and it was just a fantastic experience. Uh, I balled out of control. Uh, I, I bought Lexuses, I bought Suburbans, I bought diamond earrings, earrings for yeah. my kids. I, I paid everybody's bills off who wanted bills. If anybody want to come on vacation, then come on vacation with us. I had a fantastic time, had a great time because I figured that it was so easy for me to make that money. I, I thought that it would just keep coming like that. And I did not put weather events into the equation. And so after Katrina happened, after I made all that money and I was spending like crazy, we didn't have a big storm season. And so this was my first introduction as an independent. And so I didn't work for a long time. And I, my grandmother used to teach me, she taught me that some lessons are taught and some lessons are bought. And I bought a, a lesson that has uh, lasted through my career. I went broke and I swore I'd never go broke again after I ran through that money. And wow. then and then a hurricane happened in Houston, I forget the year, a couple of years later, and then I started to work again and got my money right. And when I went through that process, I always said that I wanted to create a school that first introduces people to the suggesting world and second on how to be a good steward. Yeah. Uh, that's super important for us because we make a lot of money and we think it's going to keep coming. And I'm a witness that it did not keep coming. And so I had ran through that money so fast. I had a Lexus in the garage and I couldn't even pay for the gas for my Lexus. Oh, yeah. talk, about, talk about it. Because I, I, you know, I've come in touch with so many different people getting them into this industry and they'll send me messages like, yeah, I got that check and this is what I'm doing. And it's like, 
Mm-hmm. Um, you have to be careful of over leveraging yourselves because the money does come so quickly. <laughs> so quickly. And a lot of people are still talking about Hurricane Katrina. That's why, you know, I, I really wanted to get your take on it because I know so many people made their career out of Katrina, um, to be honest with you. So I appreciate your honesty about, you know, the ups and downs of minding like, hey, yeah, we can make 40000 a month and we might not make anything for another few months, depending on what the storms are like. So I appreciate that. Uh, so what, what year was it that um, that you, you, you brought your school into Inception? It was uh, a few years after Katrina happened. So um, I want to say 20, uh, 2008, 2009 is when I first uh, brought the company. Now I used to have partners. So I, I had, I started a company prior to this one, same thing, but I had partners and uh, that didn't work out too well. And so since I created the curriculum, I did all the teaching anyway, I brought all the students in, I just ended up going solo. And so I started this company, Property Adjusting Academy, somewhere around 2009, 2010. And so uh, I started off with um, one student uh, and I had one student, a different student, uh, for about six months. Uh, and my wife was like, yo, you need to go back and get that real job because this is not going to work. <laughs> and, and I said, well, just hang on and hang in there with me uh, because this is a calling. This is something that uh, I know that I'm called to do. Yeah. Uh, um, and and it has generated um, a a crazy amount of opportunities for a lot of people. And so we know we know that we're in the right place at the right time. Definitely, definitely. And yeah, that's all you need is one. That's how the greatest things start, you know, is um it, it may seem shaky when you're starting it out, but it all works out right because yeah. we're 2023 now and you're thriving. Um I like that your curriculum comes from a basis of really you say you're you got a degree in his, history, correct? Correct. Yes. You're already approaching it from an educator's mindset, you know, of getting a curriculum and really teaching people. Uh, if you could take us through, like, when you, someone comes there for Xactimate training or training with you for the first time, what are some things that you do or you tell them that kind of sets you apart? You feel from the other schools. Go along. You want to Said Xactimate. That's. Um, okay, so well, what I think sets us apart is that um, there are many schools out there that do what we do, but I think that what sets us apart is the fact that we're very personable. We try to make it so that people can access us at all times. I used to get on my dad all the time, like, put your phone down, like, you need to get a business number. But I think that is what that that's the appeal to us is yeah. that we try to make ourselves as available. If you see me on Twitter, like, people can get in my DMs, I follow back. I want to be as accessible as possible because I don't want people just to to get the knowledge. I want them to understand it and use it. And so we tried. I don't want to hold your hand, but if you're helping yourself, I'm down to help you. Same with my dad. Um, we will help people that we can. Um, other things that set us apart are the fact that because my dad's been doing this so long, um, a lot of his students, they are now managers and hiring and head of all these different departments for all these different firms. So when they need somebody, they call us directly. They know what our training consists of. They know that people will come out and understand what they're supposed to be doing. And they can trust our work, basically. So so I think that's what sets us apart a lot. Yeah. I, I said myself, if I have the chance to learn 
from somebody. It's got to be somebody that's been in the industry for a long time and someone that's been climbing roofs and been using Xactimate for as long as like you, Mr. Lorenzo, I definitely would want to learn from you. But Lauren, when you came into the industry, take us through like when you really first got started, because no matter how much information your dad is given, right? It's like, okay, now these are my claims. How did that feel really like coming into the industry on your own? Um, well, for me, it took a little while because I was actually coming in when there was no storm season. Mm -hmm. um, so it was like October, November time. So uh, anybody that gets their license around that time, they're like, okay, so what's next? There's no hurricanes happening. So a lot of our opportunities are not there. And so for me, I actually, um, I became an estimator to start. Uh, I worked for a construction company. I worked solely for them. I was really stupid. I was, they asked me what I wanted because they knew that I was valuable because I knew how to use Xactimate. Yeah. And, I was them and I was like, oh, I just want $800 a week. It wasn't anything. I didn't understand my worth is what it was. Uh, and so I worked for that company, but I got really acquainted with, with building materials and what goes into repairs and understanding how to use Xactimate on a on a daily basis for con uh, for construction companies and adjusters alike, because I used to have to negotiate as well with the adjusters. Uh, and so that was my first actual introduction on my own because I couldn't get in. And it doesn't matter who you know sometimes. If there's no opportunity at the time that you get in, there is none. And yeah. so um, I actually... I applied for a staff job with Allstate. And so that was my, those were my first claims. I was a field adjuster uh, in Memphis, Tennessee. I had never ever seen or heard of Memphis before I got that job. Never been, my first time going was when I did my interview. Um, but I knew that if I wanted Doing inspections. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And I am, I'm a Cali girl. I'm from the West Coast. I am not used to any of that, the South, but it was a great experience. Um, it, it taught me so much. I love, I'm, and you hear me talk about it on Twitter. Like I talk a lot about like daily claims because um, when you're working in the field and you know, most of us work catastrophes, but that's not all there is to work. And so we worked a lot of daily claims in Memphis and I got well-versed in all different types of perils and different, I've seen so many things in that time. Uh, and so it was a really great experience to have, have that, that all state. Yeah, yeah. I think um, I think seeing you and sharing your experience, like I get a lot of questions from young women asking, you know, well, can I do this? Is this something I could do? Like you've been climbing roofs so pretty much your whole life, it seems like. Speak to that, though, when someone comes to you and they're like, hey, I do want to get into this, but I'm a woman. I'm whatever preconceived notion they may have. What do you what's your answer? Like, what do you tell people when they ask that? Well, uh, just naturally, as women, as a minority, we have to be better all the time. And so that's why, like I tell people, people will go through like my dad's licensing class and they think they're done. And they're like, oh, OK, well, I'll just, you know, I'll learn everything else on the job. And I'm like, no, the more prepared you are to do this, meaning going through Xactimate, meaning going through the property boot camp or any other property boot camps that these firms have just so that you can actually get an understanding as to what damage looks like. Um, those things are going to set you apart as a woman. You'll mess around no more than these men know about their homes. Yeah. And, um, and so it is a challenge. We will always have to overcome it. I mean, naturally, as women, we're just put to the back of the burner. But if you can show that you know your stuff and you can do great work, then there's no there's no stopping you. No, no doubt. No doubt. I, I especially feel like um, if you know the software and you know the equipment um, and you can get the work done, that's really all that matters, right? Mm -hmm. so if you could, let's talk about exactly. I think everybody's afraid of Xactimate, right? Um, and I, I think um, that anxiety just comes from lack of knowledge and coming in the industry and 
um, trying to take shortcuts and not get Xactimate training may be hampering some people's earning potential. So I know you offer Xactimate course and this is what I tell people. A lot of people teach Xactimate, but you want to know who's going to teach you the most functional way that's going to have you closing claims and moving proficiently in your job. That's really what's it, what it's about. Tell us about your training and like the different things that you do with your students there at your academy. Practice, practice, practice. Um, I, I do a lot of, so like on the first day of our training, I'm getting them acquainted with just sketching in general. What are we using sketching for? Understanding the why behind what we're doing. Mm -hmm. uh, and so we start with that. Like I bring out my little scope notes. You've seen scope notes before. I bring those out. I show them what those are. This is what we're looking for. I'm trying to understand where the doors and the windows are. So I'm trying to get them the understanding. That I'm trying to break down the system yeah. and the steps so that they get a foundation. Because after you get a foundation of how to build a room, you can build three-story homes. Yeah. And so it really is about understanding a foundation. And then from there, like then we'll add some materials and throw some line items and things inside of it too. Um, on the second day, but really, truly, it's all practice, practice, practice. I will show everybody how to do something one time. And that's why I make sure that everyone has their own their own device and computer um, so that when they it's their turn. OK, cool. I showed you. All right. Now it's your turn. And I'm very hands on and I will go over something over and over and over again um, so that people understand how to do it. And then um, also what's unique about us is that once people go through our Xactimate training, I always make it available that if you need it again, then you can come and like we call it being a lifetime member. Uh, and so we make it so that if you need the training, again, you need a refresher, you need any of that before you get deployed, that I make sure that I try to make it so that our students can come back into class if they need to. Um, but most times they do really good on the first go because it's all about practice, practice, practice and giving them practice workbooks and things like that. So they can do this on their own because I can show you a million times, but it doesn't make sense until you're doing it on your own. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. Going through Xactimate, like, look, my first deployment, right? <clears throat> they told us don't touch Xactimate. Don't even open it. This was a desk deployment. Don't open Xactimate. Don't touch it. So it kind of made me a little fearful of Xactimate. And then when you're first getting in, you hear about all these different people that are teaching it, charging various amounts for Xactimate in the training. I just know that it's something that's integral to our to our profession is to be trained in the tools. You know what I mean? So as far as um, those that want to travel to you, that's why I think your school is so unique, because you don't just do the in-person. You also have virtual classes as well, correct? Yes. Oh, yeah. Man, COVID has done such great things, I think, for the technology in our industry. Tell us about, like, how do the virtual classes work with Xactimate? Uh, well, it started, I fought it for a very long time. Um, it started with COVID, though. It did. Yeah. Um, we used to record the class and just send the recording off. But what I got, what I understood was it's just better when we're together. And so I will get everyone. So, Lay, I'm really interested in getting to field adjusting, but I don't know where to start. Oh, I know exactly where you can go. A facility with educators with over 40 years of experience, uh, the tools, the curriculum, the knowledge. I know exactly where you should go. Where? You need to go to insuranceadjusternow.com uh, and schedule any of the plethora of trainings that they have. I mean, you're going to learn from two adjusters that have been out there in the field and have made a bag in this industry. Where should I go? Insuranceadjusternow.com. And hey, I got something for you. Use my code SD100K to save 10% on your training. SD100K. Okay. Yep. I'm on my way. Yeah. Don't go later. Go now. Insuranceadjusternow.com. And on Zoom, basically. And I try to make it so the day before that class, I said I can make sure everyone's computers are set up properly. 
Uh, and to take a virtual class, and this is any virtual class, you do need to know how to use your computer. You can't be computer. That yeah. does help. That helps a lot. Like, I need you to know how to turn it on. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's not always the luxury. But I, most people that are coming into the virtual class, they are familiar. They're working remotely. And so they know how to work through their computers. And so um, once I give them access to the demo or tell them how to download the demo, it goes pretty seamlessly. And so we go through, we practice, I show on the computer, I share my screen, show everybody what we're doing. And then I'll take time like, okay, once we have done the assignment that I've given you, I have everyone send it over to me as well so that I can make sure that you're understanding and kind of, I can give you feedback on what you're missing and things like that too. Um, but it's it, it was a challenge, but it's such a great class now. It's one of my favorites actually. Um, it goes so seamlessly because again, most people know how to use their computers as opposed to when we're in person, not every every person knows how to use their computer, but at least I can I can tackle it in person on there. Yeah. So, yeah. I love the interaction and um I love that like um because what I think is happening in our industry and you both can give me your opinion. Um let's use I, I think that COVID provided a unique opportunity for us and so many people leaving the industry and going into retirement. Um, some people, unfortunately, succumbing to the disease uh, or to the illness of, of COVID. Um, what do you think has happened now that we're in this, I'd say post-COVID, I'm going to just say post-2020 era with adjusting? Like, what do you foresee happening with this, with us as far as um, just our adjusters that are coming in, the work that's going to be coming up, and just the outlook for new adjusters? If you're interested in this lucrative career, go to adjusterpro.com. Get ready and signed up for your pre-licensing course, continuing education, Xactimate training, all through adjusterpro.com. And use my code SD2023 to save 10%. Uh, that's, that's, it's going to be a challenge. And I say this because I'm more old school. So there are a lot of things. And, and my family tells me I'm cranky and grumpy all the time. But, but. <laughs> and I probably am. So, but, but the point of this is where I'm going to. That's okay. <laughs> so, so the, the direction, we're having a lot of remote adjusters. And I think remote is a fantastic thing for some people. I think it's a good thing. Uh, however, um, it, they're still going to be required. You're still, you still have to be out in the field. You still have to touch, feel, see, do all the things. I know for a while a lot of companies were going to allowing the policyholders to take pictures and send it to the adjuster and all that type of stuff. Yeah. And and they were missing a lot of of, of course the the homeowners they don't know the pictures that we need and the measurements that we need so a lot of things were being missed out on. And that's that was the direction of COVID because everything was so virtual. Yeah. And and the direction that it's going to change and I think it's going to get back to the original way of doing business because people that people want that customer service people want to see touch and feel when i call something i get i get the computer stuff and push three and all this i get really annoyed yeah. and, and and so i i want to talk to somebody and people still want that and so i believe that the direction is still going it's going to move back towards the field back towards that that hands-on that personal touch all of those things I think the remote is great. Uh, it's good. I think it's really good too that people are able to work out of their homes. That's fantastic. And that's what COVID did. Yeah. And so it's not driving you into an office facility like a state farm, like in Jacksonville and Richardson and all those things. So yeah. that is a fantastic, fantastic situation. 
But the other side of that comes this is the burnout. And that's what I'm afraid of, because we we know that when you work at home, uh, it's hard to turn claims off. Yeah. And although that 2020 has set it up where we can work at our home remote uh, and, and all of us that are involved in clients, we know that it's really hard to shut that down. There is not a 12 hour day when you're working at home, just 16 hours and, and more. That's 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 the tough side. It's cool to be home, I tell people. But the other side of it is that it's hard to shut it off, too. I I 1000 percent agree. And um, I think this is new territory that we're in. Because, mm-hmm. well, at least for me, I didn't have any remote opportunities until 2020 hit. And then I found myself on, I think, 11 month deployment, um, being at home, you know, 11, 12 hours a day. And then even when you are off the computer, you're still looking at the computer mentally you're in the space. You know what I mean? So the burnout is going to be something I think. Um, and what I'm really excited about your school is that I think uh, with being remotely, we've lost a piece of that education portion that we had working together in the office Absolutely. for the cubicle and say, Hey, Lauren, come take a look at this real quick. Or, Hey, Mr. Lorenzo, I got a question about this in real time. We've mm-hmm. kind of lost that. And I think that the policyholders are feeling it. That's why, like you're saying, if you got to press a number so many times, you're agitated. And we're talking about my most prized possession, my home or my vehicle or whatever have you. Um, so I, I think what you're doing is going to sort of help bridge the gap in that um, in, in helping us keep the teaching going. Because I think that's definitely needed right now. Hello, hello, Lauren and Mr. Lorenzo. I'm Dorian of the other half of Soleil. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have a question about weather. Yeah, the weather events that's been happening. Um, you've seen a lot of this, Mr. Uh, Lorenzo. What do you think? How do you feel about weather events? Um, has that has it been an uptick in weather events? Because we see freezes in the winter in Texas. We yeah. see uh, derechos in in Iowa and Nebraska. Like. Right. What do you, how do you feel about the weather events? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, now uh, it, it's just getting worse and, and, and larger. So when you talk about hurricanes, you're talking about stronger hurricanes that are coming through. You're talking about more damages that are happening as a result of that. And so throughout the years, I mean, each year, it seems to get busier, stronger, worse every year. The other side of that is going on is what's happening with insurance companies now is that you no longer really, uh, at least I'm talking for field. I'm not talking about inside adjusters, field adjusters. Um, this is for, for them. Uh, you're not getting those 10 month, 12 month type of deployments. Uh, now companies are staffing it like crazy on as many bodies as they possibly can to shut it down as quick as they can. Mm-hmm. And so even though we're seeing larger events that are taking place, the time span to settle those larger events are shorter. And what's ended up, what's happening is they'll throw as many people as they can. Like, they, you know, if you can breathe, you can work claims. They always say they'll put you out there. Yeah. <laughs> and, what they, and then what they do is they'll save the more experienced adjusters to do all the cleanup of the mess that the, the newer adjusters, or I shouldn't say mess, but things that they just didn't know. Yeah. And, and it has to be resolved. And so the weather events will continue. Uh, there will always be work for adjusters. Now, the time span, once again, is when you're out there may change a little bit. 
but it's still work and it's still weather events all the time. I mean, we had a hailstorm last night and, and our the clouds out here are, are looking dark again. So we're it's, it's constant. It's, it's ongoing. Fires in California. I mean, we can go all day long. Uh, fires in California. When I was a kid living in San Francisco, we never had wildfires. It's very rare. Now it's 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 every year that it's going on and they're bigger uh, each year. So there's always going to be events that are going to take place. Wow, that's that is amazing to think that. <clears throat> excuse me. Back then, San Francisco didn't have those kind of wildfires, yeah. and now they're yeah. yeah they're every year now. All that has like the wildfires that are going on right now, and it's just they're all over the place. Yeah. So let me ask you this, uh, Mr. Lorenzo: If someone was coming to you, uh, 2023, wanting to be a field adjuster, what advice would you give them now in this climate on how to be successful in that career? Well, whether it's field or inside, it, it, it doesn't matter. Uh, it, it goes back to number one is that you want to equip yourself. How do you equip yourself? You want to get as much training as possible. I always tell people, um, even, even though we're school and we, we offer training, there's other things that you can do. Uh, Lauren always talks about those uh, TV shows. What's the TV show you're talking about? It's like, oh, like HGTV. Yeah, HGTV. Just- uh, yeah, YouTube, you know, you can you can get on YouTube and learn anything and everything. You can learn how to build a house, how to lay dry, how to put drywall on, how to lay carpet, everything. And so training. Then the other once you have your training, once you at one, we can't teach you everything that's going to happen in claims world. We know that. But we at least get the foundation. And the other part of that is also the networking aspect, too. And and people and people have to get out there and start networking. And in a class that I have, I have a class of 30 people and I can tell you already the first day or two who's going to do well in this industry. And I haven't even taught them anything yet, but they have that natural ability to network and talk to people. They're they're intrigued. They're enthusiastic. They're ready to make this happen. And so that's what it comes with. People that are closed mouths and don't say much and don't want to get out there and get it they won't do well in the industry that and they probably ain't, they ain't doing that well in life anyway but, <laughs> but but especially the industry and so and i and i can tell the first day i already know it just from conversations and that's the reality and and i always tell people that you know here you're walking into a situation where you're you're an owner this is your company you're a one-person company now and so what makes me want to come to your company what makes somebody want to want to call you because of your business and if they don't that's a lot of people just don't get that part of it and and that's the reality of it there will always be bosses there will always be workers and i tell you people 50 percent of them want to be bosses the other 50 just want to be a worker and so so you choose which one you're going to be and and that's just the reality so the networking is a big piece of what we do that's one thousand percent real everybody like i've i've never heard it said exactly like you put it sir i, I can say it another way but i, I may not be appropriate no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was i was just you know i was trying to be appropriate with a censorship don't do it <laughs> okay no. boss worker okay got it from what it sounds like, the one-on-one care, the amount of years of experience that you have there is just monumental. Tell everyone how they get in touch with you, how they can continue to follow and possibly even become students of your academy. 
Um, you can always, our website name is uh, insuranceadjusternow.com. Really easy to remember. You're trying to be an insurance adjuster now, right? Yeah. Um, well, ins <laughs> insuranceadjusternow.com is our website. Um, you can, I'm super active on Twitter. My name is Lauren Janae, spelled just like that. Um, my dad and I have similar names, so you can find him too. Um, but I make myself so accessible on there. If you want to find me, you can definitely find me there. Um, he's very active on Facebook. And I'm, so if you're that type, then you could definitely reach out to I, him. Wait a minute. I, I do know how to, I know how to tweet though. I, I, I'm on Twitter now. I, Twitter, I'll follow you. I'm there. I'm there. I just I haven't figured out how to answer people just yet, but I can I can post some stuff. I'm working on that. But yeah, so we're we're on Twitter, um, on Facebook as well. Um, you can find us, and and like I said, our website also has like a, a question page. So if you have any questions, you can go and find us there, and we'll it'll contact us as well. Awesome, awesome. I love it. And speaking of questions, a part of being the in the Just Your Way Academy is being in the audience for. A podcast such as this. So Bernice says, after taking X8 training like yours and proficiency is comfortable, how do you convey your abilities to the firms when applying pre-certification? I get you, Bernice. Uh, I, whoever has the best answer wants to take that one. Um, I say you're going to call yourself Xactimate proficient is what you are. Um, you you won't be certified, but you would be Xactimate proficient, and the firms love that just as much on your resume. Uh, and and to be honest, on the, just on the strength of that, um, yeah. to work with Xactimate, you do not need to be certified. Okay, um, the, I know people that have level zero certifications and have level three certifications. They all get the same claims. It doesn't really matter. Uh, it's something nice. It's cute to put on your resume. Yeah, uh, and, and, it, and it does. As a new adjuster, it could set you apart. Some firms do request it. But I'm just here to say that you don't have to have the certification to be able to work in this field. You don't. You don't. You just need to be Xactimate proficient. And and they hire and and people get hired even if they don't know exact Xactimate, sure which do. is all bad. Yeah. And I tell people that all the time it's all bad. And those are the calls that we get at 11 o'clock at night because they don't even know how to get through the system after we have told them you need Xactimate. Yeah, it's key. It yeah is key. very key. It is key is even without licensing, without as a as an estimator, it's some it's a way that I make money without my license. When there's nothing happening, there's no storms happening. I use that system um, so that I can work with contractors and, and do bids for people. And that just keeps my my income. Jet. I told you I'm very he says I'm coin operated is what he likes to call it. And so I'm always thinking about how I can generate more coins. When I was pregnant, that's how I figured out how to really keep it going is by using Xactimate to to my benefit. I, I love it. I love it. Yeah, I, I really Bernice. appreciate you. Bernice says thank you. Yes, thank uh -huh. you. Bernice. You have a question too? Okay. So, yeah. Estimator. Yeah. How would one go about uh, becoming an estimator with, you know, after taking the course and learning uh, Xactimate? Yeah. Okay. Cool. How would one market their skills, I guess, and kind of go out and get those estimating jobs after they take your course in Xactimate? Um, so for me, I, I typically cold call. That's how I started um, working with people. So once I was comfortable using Xactimate, I would create like samples of work for myself so that I could show different companies that I want to work with. And so I would call contractors out the blue or send a mass email and say, hey, guys, I own the Xactimate subscription. I write estimates. Um, I'm, I never, ever work for anybody. So I'm always freelance. Um, but I will I will literally go through Google.com and figure out who needs what. 
um, and, and find people that way. Another way that I do it is when I know there are storms happening in a certain area, like yesterday we had bad weather here, I would start calling contractors in this area. I know they got too many claims or too many assignments to see, so I might as well go ahead and take some of their overflow. And so that's how I market myself is just by just putting myself out there, casting my net. That's really it. So let me can I can I piggyback on that? Of course. Yes. Uh, just 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 in case somebody doesn't understand this part of it is whenever there are storms that happen, no matter where they are in the country, not only adjusters are out there working those claims and handling those claims, contractors and roofers are out there doing the same thing. Yeah. So contractors and roofers are using the software Xactimate. And a lot of them don't have the Xactimate skills nor the time to go out and write. Once they go out and knock on the door, say, hey, I want your business to repair your roof. They don't have time to go back to the office and write an estimate on Xactimate. And so what they do is they outsource the work. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so by outsourcing it, and then that's when we come into play for those of us, us that understand Xactimate. And so when a storm happens in any city, you can go on weather.com all day long and find out where a storm has happened. Yeah. And if yeah. you go through and find out the roofers and the contractors in those areas and just reach out to them and let them know that, hey, I write estimates, I help you with your estimates. And that's how you get the companies. And so for people that, once again, they need to understand the front end of that. That's how we end up getting that type of business. Yes, thank you. It, it's, um, it's what you explained before, being a boss, understanding that you are a business and mm -hmm. that as an independent adjuster, like the skill is very vast. And I just, I want to congratulate you on having the foresight and getting your daughter in this, um, creating that generational skill. Like I'm, I'm going to keep saying that word generational skill because you just don't know how many deployments i've been on and seen hey that's my brother that's my brother-in-law that's my mom my dad my Absolutely. sister <laughs> family is there so i think that's great i i want to thank you both so much for being on and giving your info um we could we, this could last hours i would definitely we just need to do a part two that's yeah. all <laughs> it is exactly exactly well thank you so much for being on here with lauren and mr lorenzo from the property adjusting academy part two will come when we come visit we actually are students of the academy oh dc don't tell them everything yes. oh. come on through. Come on through. Come on through. we'd love to have you if you're interested in this lucrative career go to adjusterpro.com Get ready and signed up for your pre-licensing course, continuing education, Xactimate training, all through adjusterpro.com. And use my code SD2023 to save 10%. Now, if you want to get into this industry and utilize the best strategy to grow your career, you know where to go. 100kadjuster.com. Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe, like, and share. Talk to you next week.